This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. International Yoga Day, a day that celebrates India's gift to the world, yoga the practice promotes physical health and mental peace. But in the Maldives, yoga was met with protests. The official event was disrupted by a violent mob carrying flags and sticks. They chased and attacked participants. They beat up the instructors. They said yoga is against Islam. But is it? Last we checked, yoga has nothing to do with religion. So why is a section of the Maldives up in arms against yoga? Also, who instigated this violent mob? We'll discuss all of this and more and we'll try to look for answers on the show tonight. That's how the world celebrated Yoga Day, with peace and calm. Now let me show you how the Maldives celebrated it. The main event was a meditation hour. It was organized by the national, at the National Football Stadium in Mali. Dozens of people attended it. They had a special attire, dedicated instructors. It was a full-fledged event. Three official bodies were involved in organizing it. The Indian Diplomatic Mission, the Youth and Sports Ministry of the Maldives, and the United Nations. It doesn't get more official than that. But let me show you what happened halfway into the event. Take a look. Nothing and nobody was spared. Yoga practitioners were chased by men with flags and sticks. They thrashed instructors. 
They even destroyed the food organized at the stadium. It was a violent and hateful outburst. The question is why? Well, here is the official reason. Islamists claim yoga is against their religious principles, that yoga is anti-Islam. Their favorite excuse is the Surya Namaskar. You see, in Islam, worshipping the sun is heretic. It's a big no. And that is used as a reason to condemn yoga. It's always been a polarizing issue in the Maldives. The Orthodox Muslims do not support it, but the government does. Having said that, there are two points to note here. One, yoga has nothing to do with religion. Any instructor or practitioner will tell you that. And two, today's mob was not just religious, it was political as well. Let's talk about the first factor. How exactly do you define yoga? Well, here's what the United Nations says. Yoga is an ancient principle, uh, ancient physical, mental and spiritual practice that originated in India. The word yoga derives from Sanskrit and means to join or to unite, symbolizing the union of body and consciousness. Nothing about religion, nothing about gods. It's a physical and spiritual practice, one that the world has embraced. Today, there are 300 million yoga practitioners worldwide. The industry is worth around $80 billion. Of course, India has capitalized on it, not as a religious tool, but as a soft power tool. And for the record, Muslim nations also supported this campaign by India. Time for a short history lesson. The United Nations adopted International Yoga Day back in 2014. More than 170 countries supported that resolution. Guess how many of them were Muslim countries? 48. 48 Muslim countries supported Yoga Day. To give you some context, the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, OIC, has 56 members. 48 of them backed yoga, including the Maldives. If yoga was indeed anti-Islam, why would so many Muslim countries support it? Also, the event in Mali was not compulsory. The Maldives is, after all, a democratic country. If you want to participate, you can. If you, don't, if you do not want to participate, you can stay away. But attacking peaceful citizens cannot be justified. Which brings us to the second point. Perhaps this was not about religion at all. Perhaps it was all political. Reports say the Maldives' main opposition party could be behind this attack and frankly it, will not be it wouldn't be surprising. The main opposition party is the PPM, the Progressive Party of the Maldives. Do you know what's their biggest campaign slogan? India out. That's their campaign, India out. We've told you about this before. It is spearheaded by this man, former President Abdullah Yameen. Throughout his presidency, he pushed the Maldives closer to China and now he's eyeing a comeback. No solid policies, no constructive campaign ideas, just one baseless slogan and that is India out. Yameen's party claims India has too much strategic influence in the Maldives, that Indian troops could soon be deployed there. He's given no proof of it. But the campaign has since been banned by the government, their government, in the Maldives. And these pictures should tell you why. This violent mob reportedly had help from Yamin's party. You see those flags? Apparently, they were provi provided by the opposition. If true, it means the India Out campaign has evolved. It is not just political anymore. It is violent and communal. How is the government of the Maldives responding to all of this? The president has ordered a police inquiry. He has promised swift action against the attackers. He's also reached out to the home. We also, in fact, reached out to the Home Ministry. Their assessment was quite similar. Listen to what they said. We believe that this act of violence is aimed at achieving a political end and the involvement of the political opposition in this is worrying. It's a dangerous cocktail. Religion and politics. 
Maybe the police will catch today's culprits. Maybe the Yamin camp will be implicated. But the eventual solution has to be political. The Maldives' government must clarify India's role in their country. Because right now, valuable goodwill is being lost. And chances are, this defamation campaign is going to continue. Because next year is election year. The Maldives will be electing their next president in 2023. So the attacks on India, the attacks on yoga, all of it will be more acute in the coming months. Also, today's events should not discourage India. The government must keep promoting yoga, keep pushing its secular credentials, because yoga is not just an Indian practice. It is India's gift to the world.